Hello, welcome to Talking Shit with the Yank and a Brit. Hi. Hi. Happy birthday. Thank to you. You going to do the whole song or no? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you, though. It is my birthday for all our listeners out there, in case they're wondering at the time of filming or fi- filming. <laughs> <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Time of recording. It is June 25th, 2023, 12.03 p.m. And it is my 21st birthday. <laughs> I'm so young. I'm just a little, just a little baby girl who was born in 1987. So <laughs> to help with the math, I'm, I'm 36 today. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Well, you're you? still young at heart. That is fresh faced. Thank you. You know, try. Look half I saw. Age, not half. I saw like <laughs> old with thirteen. <laughs> Just thirteen year old girl. Oh my god! I would have really fit in fit in at the Taylor Swift concert then if I were a thirteen year old girl. Oh yeah, you went to see Taylor Swift. You're a Swifty now, I think. Uh, the, the yeah, I've been indoctrinated basically the cult mm. of Taylor Swift. <laughs> How does it feel? Um, it kind of hurts. It stings a little, <laughs> and like because it's just like a lot of sparkles and and uh, you know, I guess everywhere and heartbreak and writing songs about <sighs> boyfriends. <laughs> so you feel depressed, is what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, but also just because I'm so popular, <laughs> we all get her popularity. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll like be projected onto our podcast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good show. She puts on a good show. She's quite a performer. It was very there was a lot of production involved. I imagine so, yeah. Yeah. I hear the Have tickets you seen... are pretty crazy. They were. I got I was gifted them, um, which was very, very nice. And oh. I was I very much appreciated it and didn't know what to expect. And was pleasantly surprised. Good. Um, but I also didn't know a lot of her songs. Like I knew she did all the hits. So I knew the, the singles. But there were so mm. many that I didn't know. And I just kind of stood there like everybody else is having a really good time. And they all know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. No. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, me too. I. It's probably one of those things that I would have not never had the opportunity to do. But I'm thankful exactly. I did. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to see Beyonce at the moment. It's really pissing me off. I mean, not not now, but when she was in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to come here and see her? I, yes. I have an in on tickets. Uh, yeah. Next month. Think you can swing it? <laughs> <laughs> I will check out flights. Yeah. So Let me know. Think. Yeah. Where's she coming? Minneapolis. Yeah, she'll be at the Huntington Bank Stadium, which is actually like the University of Minnesota's uh, football stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. Thing is, I haven't really listened to her new album. I haven't either. Just want to say Beyonce, you know. Happy regards. I 
I just feel like she would just ask you to get up on stage and sing with her, probably. I doubt it. I'd probably outshine her. <laughs> yeah, she, can, she can't have that. Can't have that. She'll just cut your mic. <laughs> uh, um, done anything else for your birthday? Um, we had some people over to celebrate yesterday. It was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, that was nice. Good old Nige pulled it off. Well done, Nige. Sorry, you couldn't make it. Yeah, thanks for the fucking invite. I, it's like an open invite, I feel like. <laughs> but also, it's kind of like, do you really want to, you know, maybe pay for flights during probably one of the most expensive travel times of the year yeah. to just come for my 32nd birthday? <laughs> I mean, Nigel only told me the day before it's happening, so. Fucking Didn't rude. give me much time to prepare, you know? I'll have words with him. Don't worry. Yes, thank you very much. But we'll come for yours. I've already decided. Yay. But act surprised when we do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. What are you two guys doing here? I'm, I'm so, so surprised. surprised. <laughs> Me too. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> uh, uh, it'll be a big one for you, right? 35? 35, yeah. Mm. Half Woo! 40. <laughs> Hey, I'm much nearer 40 than halfway. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh. uh, Birthdays. Okay. Right. I'm enjoying my 30s. I uh, feel more... What's the word? I don't know. I'm like... Uh. <laughs> uh, stab- stab- established? Like who... Settled? I like I know myself <laughs> Who you better. are? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this at Charlie and Silas's wedding? When you and I were sitting outside the Airbnb right before the bird exploded the power line, I feel like you and I were having this conversation. <laughs> I which, think we might have been. Well done for remembering. Yeah. Yeah. This that it was, was intense. <laughs> I I didn't know if it, our conversation had anything to do with it, but yeah, that bird really yeah. wanted to end things. <laughs> yeah. So for context, me and Kate sitting outside this Airbnb down in Cornwall, having a lovely chat, and all of a sudden, so. Like outside the Airbnb, there was like a forest, basically, yeah. but with like a huge power line, sort of. Oh God, I don't know, like two hundred yards away. Yeah, maybe and kind of on just, a hill. Yeah, sort of going up a hill. Um, and all of a sudden, we just had this massive like crack, didn't we? <laughs> Look <Fireball>. around, and <laughs> the fucking fireball came out of this thing. <laughs> we were like, "Oh my God!" All the lights off. Oh yeah, all the power, power was lost. Whole village, because it was the one pole for the whole village, <laughs> and they couldn't fix it because of where it was, and like getting oh, yeah. the the crane on the hill mm. up to it. And the precursor was, I think, we were talking about kind of where we thought we would be when we were younger, and kind of what our lives are like, and how we feel, you know, kind of at our age and stuff. And some of it was like, you know, I. I think I'm okay with this age. I don't know if I am like longing for a period of my life again, right? No. Like I don't know if I would if someone said you could go back and do your 20s over again or something. I might be like, "Oh, sure, there's things I would do differently," but I'm not like, "Oh, I wish I was whatever age yeah. again." Same. It's bloody nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. We've made it this far. Maybe a few more I got in me. I don't I don't have like super big desire to 
live until I'm 100, for <laughs> for example. Yeah, I'm actually ready to go now. I'm tired of life. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, pretty much. Well, as we've talked about on this podcast of just like all of the doom spiraling of the future and just uh, everything kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it can't get any worse, but maybe it can. <laughs> it might get better. That's always the way to look at it. God, we're quite depressing, aren't we, sometimes? I know, but we do it while we're laughing, which I think is the key. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Hopefully other people can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's part of our appeal. Speaking of other people, though, I heard that you heard some stories about... Ah, yes, I did. So last week's episode, we obviously spoke about cults and mentioned Scientology. Um, and do you remember me telling you that obviously we've got the Scientology place in Crowborough and there's one mm-hmm. in East Grinstead. Mm-hmm. So a couple of my friends got in touch um, and basically told me that they used to go Scientology hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Rifles and everything. <laughs> but it's great, right? So they used to drive around and like um, try and split up the convoys. So they'd have like you know, minibus vans um, going from East Grinstead to Crowborough, like transporting all the cult mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Aussie. they used to like chase them and, and split up their convoys and follow them to where they were going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they actually went through, back when they were doing it, they weren't, it wasn't gated around the East Grinstead HQ. Yeah. So they went right up the drive. Um and literally, like, stopped there and got out the cars and said it was massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, like, immediately come out and, like, tell them to leave. And well, you can't be here and you need to get out now and, like, pounce no, on we, them. We want to join. Where do we sign up? I thought we could just come and sign up. <laughs> Is there a clipboard? <laughs> yeah. I said it's lucky that you were so young because otherwise they probably would have yeah. you know, kidnapped you and brainwashed something. you or something like that. You'd think they would have done that because they were young, though. I suppose people would go looking for them. Yeah, probably. I want to play <laughs> you the voice note. I haven't listened to your voice note yet. I was just finishing well, carrying on with your podcast. I'm at the Scientology part. Did Amy also tell you that we used to go Scientology chasing when we were younger? Um, I reckon she probably did. But, yeah, we used to, like, break up their convoys. Like, Amy... And me, Brad, Kez. I don't know if Andy ever came, um, but we would go over the forest and yeah, try and break up their convoys. And we went to the one because there's the Scientology Church in Crowborough. Um, and Amy, when she was younger, when she didn't have a license, but she was learned, like you know, she could still drive. Well, not legally. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, that was um, Scientologists that had come back from uh, East Grinstead were like getting off the bus, and we were like, "Holy fuck!" I think I don't know if a car cut out or if they stalled it or something like that. (laughs) We fucking shit ourselves. Oh (laughs) my god! Um, 
actually driven into the Scientology place in East Princeton as well. I don't, don't think it couldn't have been gated then. Um, but we drove in and it is extravagant. Oh my God. Um, we swiftly came out. And the one in Crowborough we managed, you know, I, I think they must have, well, they did see the car, but before like anyone actually got to us or came over, we were like, fucking, we're getting out of here. And I remember telling my dad, like, lol, we've been Scientology chasing. Um, <laughs> because, you know, we're young and they're dicks. And I remember him saying, like, trying to have a serious conversation with me, being like, you really need to be careful because, you know, they are, or can be, very dangerous people. You don't want to piss them off. And I was like, oh, my God, it's fine. They're just a stupid cult. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, it's hey, fine. You know, people end up disappearing. They have a lot of money. It's that and the other. And then from, from that day when he explained it a bit more, I was like, yeah, I think I'm not going to partake in this activity anymore. Um, so I just thought I'd share that with you as well. That's so funny and horrible and funny <laughs> and it makes me think of from my favorite murder one of their kind of like catchphrases is you're in a cult call your dad and so we yeah. just start talking about her dad being like you can't you have to be careful it just like yeah listen to your dad you're in a cult baby call your dad <laughs> <laughs> call your daddy <laughs> oh it's so great some of the reckless things we do in our youth and think okay. it's fine it's fine <laughs> It's fine. I'll be absolutely no problem at all. The amount of things I did, we should have died. Yeah, me too. Really, I'm surprised. Thank God I lived in a small town and not a city. Otherwise, I probably would have died. Right. I suppose that's probably the thing that saved me too, to be honest. (laughs) There's only so much trouble you can get into in a small town where everybody knows who you are. Exactly. We'll have to talk about that. Some of the shit we got up to as kids. Because I bet it was similar in some ways, except you guys had... Like, more access to go do things away from home because of your public transport, right? Yeah. Like, I could drive sooner than you. I could drive at 14, which probably... Could you? Is a real, yeah. Like, I was getting my learner's permit and stuff at 13. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, we could only go so far, even with a... I had a car, but it's not like I could drive to California, you know? No, exactly. <laughs> God, I didn't know you could drive at 14. It depends on the state, and I th- I think a part of it with South Dakota is because of farming, like right. people want their kids to be able to help with that, and then also mm. the kids being able to drive a distance to get to school because the buses don't go. So I think it's just part of that because it's rural, right? right? So yeah, not saying it's a good decision because I don't think that fourteen year olds really have the capacity and skills to be <laughs> considered good drivers, right? I know no. I wasn't. So, um, but yeah, we could I could drive at a very young age. So that's mad. So you can drive at 14 in some states, but you can't drink till you're 21. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> Seems. Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't sense. it? Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Checks out, yeah. <laughs> well, if if we can keep that one in, uh, I appreciate that story. And if they've got more about that, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I did. I spoke to Amy as well about it. Um Amy corroborated, um, and yeah, it sounds like they had a lot of fun chasing Scientologists and getting told to leave, 
and being warned off by their parents. That mm-hmm. Were you like, why wasn't I girl? invited? <laughs> yeah. Why weren't you invited? Did they not well, like you then? <laughs> no, we just weren't that good friends then. Mm. They were in the year below me. so mm. Yeah, that makes a difference, doesn't it? At what age do we stop saying that? Oh, you know, so-and-so, the year above me. <laughs> I think I, th- I think probably once you're done with school, right? Oh, so it's just me. Well, I don't know. I guess I still will reference people like, oh, yeah, I didn't really know them that well because they were below me in school or above me in school. Yeah. But it depends on who you're talking to, right? Like people, like I'll I talk about maybe it's a my British thing. Know who, yeah. yeah, it could be. It could be. I'm sure um, I've heard a lot of people do that. <laughs> Please, someone back me up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I think if I'm just going to be referencing people from school, usually it's to someone who doesn't know who I'm talking about. So maybe it doesn't really matter if I yeah, maybe. identify where they were, you know? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> You're just stuck in school. I'm just stuck in my school years. I can't grow up. That's okay. Um, sorry about that. So. No, I love it. Because we're young at heart, like you said. I'm just a sweet little baby girl. <laughs> young hearts, run free. Um, okay, so I think we should talk about birthday traditions. As Let's. it is your birthday. Yes, special birthday episode about Happy birthdays. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Um, on that note, this is the first thing um, I want to bring up. Okay. So at the end of Happy Birthday, yes, you go Happy Birthday, dear, dear, dear. Happy birthday to you, and you go and many more. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I don't know if that's actually like how it that's not how it goes really, right? Like that's not okay. The way we do it here. I think and many more means and many more birthdays, right? Like so yeah. we hope you ha- live a long life, but I think people there's just a whole bunch of different additions to that song. So it'd be like and many more on channel 4 and then again on channel like I don't know that, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know where that came from. Or it's like, you smell like a monkey and you look like one, too. Like, there's just a bunch of different riffs, I think. <laughs> but and many more might have just been something from I've seen culture. it on, yeah, like a few shows. Can't give you the examples at the moment. Yeah. But I remember being like, what, what? is this? What <laughs> are they doing? The song's finished. The song stops. <laughs> yeah, the song stops there. Okay, so you guys don't have any riffs then on the no, birthday song. But, but what we do do is what? do hip hip hooray sometimes. Is this something oh. you guys do? Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! And one for luck, hip hip hooray. No, that isn't, I've never heard that. Oh. So I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, it might be just not in my circle because no one actually cares about me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any hip hoorays. Oh, well, I just did one for you. So congratulations. Thank you. First time. <laughs> that's kind of nice. But that seems like you, that wouldn't like, is that something you guys did in school? So if someone had a birthday at school. Yeah, I think at school, it often happens at like old people's birthdays as well. Mm hmm. 
It's not something we do every time, but it's a common thing mm-hmm. that people do, I think. But you have to be the one the for person. luck. Yeah, I guess so. Hip, hip, hooray, you're alive. Another year. You literally did nothing to earn this. You were just born. You didn't have control over it, but yay, good good job. Good job on being alive. What a miracle. <laughs> it is quite a miracle. To be fair. It is, I suppose. What okay. else? So I want to know what party games are tradition at birthday parties, particularly particularly as a kid. I reckon mm-hmm. there's games that we played that you guys didn't. Okay, let me think. So, been to birthday parties and it might not be there's, you know, not everyone has does games, right? There might be a theme or something or you have a event or an activity but maybe not games, but I'm just off the top of my head, I would say some traditional ones would be like a piñata would be one. Nice, Though I think yeah. culturally that's very like a, a very his, a Hispanic like tradition that we yeah. probably just appropriated. <laughs> And I remember one birthday, I want to say it was in like first or second grade, that someone was hitting the pinata and I think a little candy fell out and I was so excited. I ran to get the candy and then I got whacked with the bat (laughs) (laughs) really hard. It hurt. And I just, because I was very impatient and wanted that fucking candy. (laughs) Let me in there. Yeah. I would say maybe like pin the tail on the something you know donkey whatever it could be anything we have that one too yeah and then I feel like it was for where I'm from a lot of birthday parties would happen at like do you know what Chuck E. Cheese is yeah okay so it wasn't that because it was Sioux City Iowa but it was a place called Pizza Peddler and it was like this terrifying animatronic coyote on a bicycle that would come out with your pizza (laughs) (laughs) but it was like pizza and games and it was very lame and so we went there a lot in another place that had like a big jungle gym in it called jungle jubilee that's like where we did those things and so instead of games you would go like play video games or run around the big equipment yeah yeah what about you um so we used to play a lot of well it's tradition to do pass the parcel uh, okay, I need to. I don't know what Do this, know this is. is? No, I can okay. gather, but yeah, explain it to me. Like I am five. <laughs> so what happens is there's a main prize, and then that is wrapped multiple times. Oh, in cling film? No, in wrapping paper. No. Oh, okay. And on each layer is like a little prize, like a chocolate bar or a sweet or you know a little thing or something, and everyone sits in a circle. And someone puts the music on and everyone passes the parcel round. And when they stop the music, if it lands on you, you get to unwrap a layer. So um, that's past the parcel. That is fun. And it is I fun. wish we did something like that. <laughs> we have something similar that I've seen. Like maybe it's like a family Christmas thing where they wrap a bunch of shit and cling film and you basically... Similar, I think you get uh, unwrap as much as you can and get yeah, all I think I've seen that, that come out. Yeah. Yeah. What about like oh. musical chairs? That seems yeah, we like did musical chairs. chairs. Musical bumps. Wait, what? Just <laughs> when you don't have chairs and you just sit on, I think it's like people put bits of paper on the floor or something. Oh, yeah. like we're short on chairs, so we'll just. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. Yeah, musical chairs. The bumps. Do you do this? So 
it's kind of like quite an aggressive thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but meant well. So the birthday person gets picked up at either end and they get bumped in the air on like almost dropped to the floor <laughs> as many times as they are born. <laughs> oh, okay. So like you do it with children then and hopefully they're not. I've seen adults do it as well. <laughs> oh Can yeah. imagine that having that 36 times i feel like that would make me die <laughs> just die of fear no that is very odd i've never heard of that it does sound aggressive it sounds kind of fun too but also horrifying <laughs> yeah it's it's both things definitely for sure when were you last bumped <sighs> many years ago okay to be honest it's something i see men do more yeah, that tracks because women are like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. <laughs> don't throw me up and down, please. Please, 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 please. Interesting. Yeah, that's, I've never heard of that uh, or seen it or let alone do, like, who who came up with that? God <laughs> Was it knows. the queen? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Stems back to uh, 1600s. It's actually a form of torture. <laughs> it's just translated into everyday birthday occurrences now. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so I was reading, well, I wasn't, wasn't really reading an article. I was researching birthday traditions between our countries to see if there was anything mm-hmm. I could find. And I saw something about birthday spankings in America. Is that a thing? So that might be the kind of our version of the bumps <laughs> where, yeah, you get... Pretty much, you get spanked the amount of years you've been alive. Uh, again, and, sounds very aggressive. Yeah, um, and it is. I think, like thinking about it as a kid, kind of horrifying. So I don't think you we really you wouldn't really do it to a child, but <laughs> but then you, that means adults are just spanking each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of odd too. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's it's kind of an S and M thing. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys don't have that. Okay, no. Don't noted. do that. No. No. <laughs> we do have the bumps. We have the bumps uh, and hip hip hooray. <laughs> and so at kids' parties, did you do goodie bags? Sometimes. I feel like it not everyone, I don't think we did it because it was kind of like come over and get cake and we'll feed you and might have yeah. a fun activity. But mm. giving gifts to people. I don't think was very a thing, but I I'm aware that that is now something people do and I'm just like why it's cool but also isn't like you're supposed to be getting the gifts (laughs) yeah true yeah that's the same as so over here i don't know if it's the same in america but the tradition is when you're in school or at work when it's your birthday you bring in the cake for everyone else to eat yes that's That's really annoyed me (laughs) like it's my birthday why am i buying you all cake yep (laughs) what the fuck come on yeah, that's I. I never question it. I guess it's because I guess whose responsibility is it to keep track? Especially, yeah, I do get why they school. do it. But no, but it is annoying. It's like I, I gotta go cake. get my own fucking birthday cupcakes, right? But I was always pissed off because I'm a summer birthday, and mm. so school was not in session for my birthday, and I desperately just wanted to have my birthday celebration at school, really? and so that. Yeah, I don't know why, because you you know, I guess it's like some attentions on you, whatever. Yeah. So when they had a mechanism to address that, so everybody could 
try to celebrate a birthday by doing it on your half birthday. But my fucking half birthday is Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Shit. Out of luck there. Yep. Never, ever got to bring in treats. They would put like the locker sign on my locker and it was always over break. So I'd come back to it and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. Yep. It's my half birthday last week. I guess that's something. (laughs) I'm glad they acknowledged it. (laughs) Shit. That's really crap. Yeah, it was. It sucked. <laughs> and now that I'm an adult and have to work every day all year round, <laughs> I now have to go to work my birthday. To celebrate your birthday at work. Yep, pretty much. Oh god, that's great. Well, What's like the? Funny. No, I'm. I mean, I'm over it now. But so you guys would take in your stuff. Was it like birthday cake, cupcakes, or is there something, some other kind of traditional birthday food dessert? No, not really. Um, apart from, I always remember having ice cream and jelly at birthday parties, or Jello for you. Oh, okay. You was like so not so, jam, like grape <laughs> jelly, just right on. I mean, it, pe- I think people probably do that. It wouldn't be that weird, but <laughs> yeah, Jello is a. I could see that being like a birthday thing or just a dessert thing. I mean, we have so many different desserts that like incorporate jello into it, like Snickers salad. Does Snickers salad have it? I don't know. But there's also like those old side dishes of like vegetables and jello. <laughs> like a whole head of broccoli and a thing of lime jello. Have you seen those? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> I will find it. Hold on. <laughs> yes, please do. Side dish jello vegetables. That's what I'm Googling. Do people oh, eat God. the vegetables. I I mean Is it just like a showpiece? Yeah. Look no, at this broccoli just... floating in the jello. Okay, here is one called lemon lime vegetable salad. What's in that? Can you tell? Oh. Uh, so it's like olives. Yep. Like I don't know. Uh, just a, an array of green vegetables. So lemon flavored Jello, lime flavored Jello, apple apple cider vinegar, celery, pimento stuffed green olives, and two carrots. Wow, that looks not very appetizing. No, it actually looks revolting. Mm. Here's another one. This is kind of what I was thinking of. It looks fake. Yep, those are peas. Oh, that's disgusting. I know. <laughs> Vintage Chicago Tribune re- recipe jellied vegetable salad. Ham and vegetables Gross. and gelatin. <laughs> Just makes me think of that Friends episode where Rachel puts the mints in the trifle. Yep. Looks like that. <laughs> Gross. Oh, here's one with shrimp. Oh, no. Fishy jelly. <laughs> Yep. But yeah, cake and ice cream, jello, pizza, those are all like the birthday foods, yeah. I guess. Especially when you're kids. Chicken nuggets, you know, yep. finger food. Mm-hmm. Cheese and apple on a stick. What? <laughs> <laughs> you said that so casually. That is not casual to me. <laughs> okay. So we have, you know, little cocktail sticks. Yeah. There'll be a lovely square of cheddar cheese popped on top of it with a little bit of apple. Mm, delicious. 
I mean, that's fancy. <laughs> and you're saying that's just at your five-year-old birthday party. Just the hors d'oeuvre. God, the British are so classy. I'm over here like, here's some popcorn that fell on the floor. <laughs> it's fine. Kids will eat it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and grapes as well. Yeah. Cheese, cheese and apple on a stick. Yeah, look. Oh, Lovely. yeah. I mean, that's so fancy. Beautiful. Okay. I once had my, um, just to show you that I'm not fancy. <laughs> I had my you birthday. You can be fancy. It's okay. Okay, thanks. Um, yeah, I had my birthday at McDonald's when I was younger, one year. Did it have a play place? Not really, no. It was just like <laughs> hired out part of the restaurant. <laughs> um. I don't even think Ronald McDonald showed his fucking face either. But we were Rude. playing we were playing musical chairs. I think it was about five. Mm-hmm. And I ran round the table and the chairs, tripped up, <gasps> fell onto the chair leg and split the corner of my eye open. <laughs> and that was me done for the rest of the party. Just had to sit in the corner. Okay, so it was your fashion. birthday? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what is it about <laughs> birthdays and like the kid who's there to be celebrated getting hurt i feel like that's so common <laughs> it seemed to happen quite a lot yeah. yeah yeah well i mean i think mcdonald's is a viable option it, I, but mostly because i a lot of our mcdonald's have like jungle gyms and ball pits and and stuff in them extravagant yeah mm. our mcdonald's are fancy fancy <laughs> pants mcdonald's <laughs> the idea of going into a play place at mcdonald's is like revolting though because yeah. they just like, don't you think it's probably filthy in there? Yeah. How often do you think they clean those? Apparently, businesses who have ball pits send away, like, the balls to get sanitized. But mm, I'm just like, I don't know. I've never seen that happen. I've never been in no. where it's like, sorry, we're, our, ball, our balls are being disinfected at the ball pit place. We've sent the balls away. <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> Don't worry, our balls are being disinfected. Oh, that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> yep, perfect. <laughs> um, do you feel like, have you been to like a kid's birthday party anytime in the recent past, like as an adult? Um, I'm going to answer that with a no. Mm. No. Do you feel though that like they've gotten really extravagant? I mean, yeah, from what I'm seeing online, mm-hmm. it seems quite unnecessary. I don't really remember any of my birthday parties from a kid. Me <laughs> neither, really. Kid. So, hmm. Well, but I feel like you're, so goodie bags are like gifts and full of stuff for the kids. And usually it's kind of like crap, right? It's like 25 cent little things for kids. But sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. And maybe this is more like celebrity and really wealthy people. But it's like, oh, yeah, we gave everyone, all the kids like their own little iPod Nano. And fucking hell. And we have a performer or we have a petting zoo or horse rides and just like, and it's all very curated and Instagrammy and the invites and people yeah. take like pictures and it's just like this kid's one. <laughs> so I'm going to remember this this kid can't walk yet yeah it's just fucking literally just shitting himself right now but okay i guess it's more for you <laughs> it's for the instagram likes baby okay another question though yeah do you do you guys have like 
a big birthday. So like we have Sweet 16 and then there's like quinceañeras and those are like, I mean, I didn't have a big blowout Sweet 16 party, but you might have seen the MTV show Sweet 16 where it was like really wealthy people getting really extravagant parties for their kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like 16 is I think you, you can drive, you, you know, maybe get a car or like that's kind of a hallmark age for people. I don't know why. I don't know yeah. why, but <laughs> I felt like the big ones are like 16, 18 and 21. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think 16's as big here. Yeah. We don't do sweet six. I mean, some people probably do. Mm-hmm. But well, I for remember you guys, my driving 18th is being more, the big one. Yeah. You could drink on your 18th. That too. So. And you guys drive later. As well. Yeah. Are you considered an adult? Like, at 18? Yeah. Okay. So there's that, too. But then why 21? Just because... I don't really know. Because that's, for the obvious reasons for us, that's when you can drink here, right? Yeah. I don't really know. It just, I guess maybe you're sort of, you're in your 20s. (laughs) You're 21 now. Maybe you can hire a car. I don't know. (laughs) I think that's like 25 for us yeah, still. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Is there like a tradition of taking like your driver's test or something on your birthday or anything like that? No. So here you can start driving when you're 16. Okay. So people usually get, or some people get, driving lessons for their birthday on their 16th but now you you have to start your lessons and then can't do your test until you're ready really Um, so you have to take drive do you have to like show so many hours of whatever no not as far as I'm aware uh I remember it just being when my driving instructor said I was ready Mm. basically but I remember when Claire moved to Australia, they could start driving, I think at like 15 and a half or something. And okay. then they could pass their test, but then they have to do 200 hours of driving after they've passed their test with like an adult in the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's like a, you know double-edged sword with that one because you can start driving early but you have to drive around with your mum for 200 <laughs> hours and they have their fake brake foot thing going on yeah because they're so scared <laughs> yeah i know someone when they were learning to drive managed to <laughs> come off the road and um crash into a bench at the side of the road on their first lesson Aww. absolutely destroyed it <laughs> i mean I, there's there's a reason why i think it's important to take less like or practice and like you know get comfortable because yeah you could die or well yeah bench. <laughs> yeah you are operating heavy machinery so yeah yep it is a good idea to know what you're doing slightly so it sounds like we've got some similarities with some really weird differences <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the most part though birthdays are a thing that's celebrated because I also was curious just thinking about today's episode and the fact that we'd be talking about birthday stuff was like okay who decided that this was 
something to be celebrated. And I think I remember reading something about like the Romans maybe were the first people to kind of start celebrating birthdays. Oh, really? Yeah. And let me pull up the thing I was just looking at. Yep. Romans, historians believe that the first people to celebrate birthdays were the Romans. And, um, you know, today birthdays are probably most cherished by children, but in centuries past, birthdays were mostly the domain of adults. It wasn't until the 19th century that children's birthdays were first widely celebrated. So before it was kind of like, fuck you. (laughs) Try living until you're 30 and then we'll celebrate you. Um, but apparently it was the Germans who kind of oh, started. Oh, the Germans. From, the Germans. They coined Kinderfest for <laughs> children's parties. <laughs> oh, it's a Kinderfest, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday cakes and candles have potential different origins. Uh, apparently Egyptians used candles during coronations. Greeks placed them on moon-shaped honey cakes made for the goddess Artemis. Um, and I think I even saw that the Greeks were maybe the first one to kind of come up with birthday cake. Like, Ooh. so. So uh, we've essentially just stole all the traditions all over the world and made it our white Western norm. Yeah. Like, like what we do with everything pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Appropriate. Good for us. Yeah. Um, I think. Christians viewed birth. Oh, this is, should be no surprise. Christians viewed birthday celebrations as pagan in nature. Mm. Um, people celebrated days of saints whom they were named after. So, like, I think. So, if I, if I were named after a saint, that saint's day would be my my day, I guess. Right? Oh, okay. Celebrations were believed to ward off evil spirits that were attracted to people on their birthdays. Apparently, if it was your birthday, like you needed to watch out. <laughs> you might get eviled you might get eviled cursed i don't know (laughs) whatever the word is (laughs) because good wishes revelry and mirth were believed to spook these evil spirits they hate fun (laughs) they just don't want to have any fun evil spirits and i share that in common (laughs) um important birthdays for other cultures like in china apparently one a newborn is considered age one, and so a one-year-old in the West would be two in China. That's interesting. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. What else did I see? The most common sign is, can you guess? Cancer. No. no. Um, wh- whatever the September one is. Virgo? Or do you mean the other September one? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, it's not that. It's actually Aquarius. What is it? Oh, I lied. Sorry. The most oh. common zodiac sign of U.S. presidents is Aquarius. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm an Aquarius and that makes right. sense. So, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Important people. I'm trying to – I did see the most common one, though. Hold on. So, you might be right. September 9th is the most popular birthday. So, Yeah. Mm, that is good. i think that's leo wasn't isn't that leo i'm just googling it okay find it tell me virgo oh it is virgo okay and oh i knew Libra that and then scorpio because like the 26th through nigel's birthday pretty much is virgo season so okay did you know that if you live until you're 100 the queen will wish you a happy yep. birthday which is going to be interesting now that she's dead 
I know. So I wonder how she's going to do that. Maybe she's like done a huge backlog. <laughs> they just go out, yeah. have everybody's birthday on file. So when it hits under, <laughs> they just send one. <laughs> It'll be from Charles now, won't it? Which isn't as exciting. Yeah, no. Frankly. In Japan, your third, fifth, and seventh birthdays are the most important. Oh, why? These birthdays are celebrated during the festival of Shichi Gosan, which began in the 8th century as a way of celebrating a child's survival into middle childhood. (laughs) Well done, you've made it to seven. (laughs) You're still alive. That is like kind of sad, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Tells me not a lot made it. Um, a person born on February 29th is called a leapling Mm. and people born in October are more likely to reach 100. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Whereas March through July are less likely to reach 100. Fuck. (laughs) Unlucky, mate. I just missed that. Yeah, you're going to be fine. I said earlier I didn't really care to live that long, so (laughs) I guess it's fine. (laughs) That's probably but why. <laughs> those spring to summer babies. Sorry. I wonder why that is. You would have thought that people born in winter would be more depressed and therefore <laughs> That depression carry, carried them through that in some seasonal way. seasonal depression. Yeah. Born yeah. with it. Here's the one that I thought was interesting. Okay. The most common zodiac signs for serial killers there's four of them one from each sign gemini ding Um, scorpio Uh, capricorn uh, Uh, um, sagittarius ding yes um come on pisces oh really and virgo ah Interesting. Would you like to know the signs of some famous serial killers? Yes, I would. Do you want to just name one and I'll see if I can tell you? Ted Bundy. All right. One second, please. Mr. Bundy. Ted Bundy is a Sagittarius. Is he now? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to Google serial killers. Who are the top 10 serial killers? <laughs> I can just name some for you. You probably are familiar with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. He's a Gemini. Hmm. Um, as is the son of Sam, David Berkowitz. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, I could name some other ones, but I'm not I'm not all of them are familiar to me, so I don't know how they are for you. John but Wayne John Gacy? Ma- yep. Okay. He's a Pisces. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, is also a Pisces. Um, the BTK killer, Pisces. Wow. Didn't know yep. Pisces were so fucking... Uh... Stabby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed Gein, Virgo. Uh, Paul Bernardo, Virgo. The rest, you, I don't know if you know them because I don't, but like Richard... Beacon Wald, Terry Blair, Dean Carter. Not heard of them, no. Funnily yeah. enough, I'm going to a show on Wednesday called The Psychology of Serial Killers. What? I, I want to go. <laughs> I know, but you're very far away. So. Can you just like put me on FaceTime? I could actually. Should I do that? Yeah. I'll bring Tell me more about like, what is it? 
like it's a live hosting or is it a taping? What is it? Yeah, so it's a live hosting, I think, by a expert of some sort. Hold on, let like me a look. Psychologist. <laughs> Potentially, yes. No, it's it's Netflix Live, the psychology of serial killers. Hmm. Okay. See, I don't don't really know what it's about. It looked quite interesting though. I, I mean, I know you and I've kind of serial killers. I know you and I've talked a little bit about true crime and stuff, but I guess I didn't realize that maybe you leaned into that dark shit. <laughs> I live by it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> no, I find it interesting, and my mate Nat also does. Mm-hmm. So we often send each other these things to go to that no one else wants to because. Dark yeah, depressing. I mean, I'd, I'd go with you if I were there for sure. You and Nat and I could enjoy listening to the psychologist talk about, you know, the trifecta of traumatic brain injury, torturing animals, setting fires, bedwetting, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and like those things being shared in hey. common with a lot of serial killers. <laughs> maybe you should do a show. Could maybe we're doing mm. it right now. <laughs> oh yeah! Hey everyone, listen up. Let's talk about serial killers. No, we won't. I do want to read you this. Uh, I'm going to read you your horoscope from a document from 1979. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You have an inventive mind and are inclined to be progressive. You lie a great deal. <laughs> you make the same mistakes repeatedly because you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks you're a fucking jerk. <laughs> This feels like a slight attack on me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would feel attacked. Don't worry. Let me, I'll read mine now. Fuck. <laughs> you are sympathetic and understanding of other people's problems, which makes you a sucker. <laughs> you are always putting things off. This is why you will always be on welfare and won't be worth a shit. Everybody in prison is a cancer. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah, you want me to read any other ones? Yeah, give me some more. Okay, Capricorn. You are conservative and afraid of taking risks. You are basically a chicken shit. There has never been a Capricorn of any importance. You should kill yourself. (laughs) Are these serious? Where are these from? Like a newspaper. It's just something, it's so shared by a Twitter user who goes by Friends3000, this baffling horoscope written several decades back hilariously insults every single sign. Basically, we're all jerks in our own little way, which is true, at least sometimes. Ready for this special personal attack written in the stars? Okay. I enjoy it. Here's Aries. Yes, I was going to ask for Aries. You read my mind. Do we, do we know some Aries? Yeah. <laughs> yep, we do. <laughs> you are the pioneer type and think that most people are dickheads. You are quick-tempered, impatient, and scornful of advice. You are a prick. Prick me. <laughs> Lovely. Succinct. I love it. Yeah. Pick another one. Uh, give me Leo. You consider yourself a born leader. Others think you are an idiot. Most Leos are bullies. You are vain and can't tolerate honest cri- criticism, and your arrogance is disgusting. <laughs> Leo people are thieving and motherfuckers and spend most of their time kissing mirrors. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. 
you lie a great deal. <laughs> Gemma. I'm sorry. They're just little white lies. So I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's okay. I appreciate it because my horoscope is that I'm a sensitive little bitch. So Exactly. Just try and protect you. Okay. Yeah. Do you do, okay. Like I think horoscopes are fun. I don't really like put a lot of stock in them. You know, it's kind of like having a psychic or a fortune teller who just kind of says really basic things yeah. that most really people can relate to. Yeah. Yes. I enjoy it. But one thing that I struggle about with my sign is that I often feel like it's considered the worst. <laughs> the worst. Really? Sometimes, yeah. I actually think Gemini's probably get shit on the most, but yeah. it's just like you are a crybaby and super sensitive and you're really loyal, but you also hold a grudge forever and you just want to make sure everybody likes you, but you also <laughs> really get hurt when someone maybe doesn't give you enough attention <laughs> you're and you want to stay home. Sally. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm just like, God, you know, some of that's true. I do like I'm very an empath and I am kind of sensitive. I know those things are true. But I my birthday is so close to the cusp of Gemini mm. that I almost fear that I've got some Gemini qualities. Probably have, yeah. I, You're a little cusper. Yeah. I'm a cancer sun, Gemini moon, cancer rising. So I oh, am wow. You're cancer Gemini? Cancer. Yeah. So I basically so you've need got a split personality, in. but you're mm-hmm. super sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I will make you yeah, baked goods, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One might have poison in it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Put well, me in a straitjacket in a padded room. <laughs> I quite like my star sign because we're meant to be you've... the inventors and the innovators, and mm-hmm. we're humanitarians. And mm-hmm. but the main thing that keeps fucking cropping up. Is we're really aloof. Yes. And yep. I feel like that's an insult, probably because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so another of my good friends is an Aquarius. And I have, like, y- you both have these these traits that I think they say is true for Aquarius is that are, I think are really cool and admirable. And I wish I was an Aquarius. <laughs> oh, thanks. But we all have those negative traits too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and being aloof or emotionally detached and stuff is, yes, (laughs) the one. But I think you could also just say it means you're independent, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Just an Highly intellectual and creative, Mm -hmm. marked by independence. I know. Tell me. Wants to be, everybody wants to be their friend or be that person or date them. But they can't get close to you because you're so emotionally <laughs> detached. <laughs> detached from everything. Uh, Cold-hearted bitch. And so mine are nurturing, protective, affectionate, imaginative, tough, tenacious, mm. dependable, proactive, ho- home-loving, like homebody. They keep, and I don't know. Maybe since COVID, yeah, Does but that resonate? I don't. I don't know. Um, Loyal, caring, observant, negative traits, moody, pessimistic, clingy, (laughs) worrier, obsessive, manipulative, overly cautious, evasive, possessive, lazy, suspicious, and aggressive. Like, ding. I know you're over there going, yep, 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 yep. (laughs) Mean. (laughs) You're none of those things. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I also have the worst name, Cancer, the worst symbol, a sideways 69, and the animal is a fucking crab. 
<laughs> so <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not going to live until I'm 100. <laughs> animal is a fucking crap. <laughs> I'm just a fucking crap. <laughs> yeah, I've never really thought about it like that. Yep. I mean, I'm a water bearer. What does that mean? However, it's an air sign, so it's very confusing. That is confusing. Hmm. I've never thought about that. It yeah. is okay. Interesting. Hmm. Get your shit together, Zodiac. I know. What an absolute crock shit. I mean... None of them really. I, so it's like one's like a half goat. The other, I suppose the archer one's kind of cool. Mm. Right? And like maybe this Libra scales isn't that weird. I don't Yeah. Mm. I like Libras. Like as people or just? <laughs> yeah, I've had a few friends that are Libras and they're just, they're cool people. So that's like the October folks? Yeah. Right? Okay. I think my brother's a Libra. Loads of my friends are Sagittarius or... Oh, cancers as well. Oh, yeah. Because me, Stone. Who else? Oh, happy anniversary to oh, yeah. Charlie and Silas. <laughs> Just wanted to get that out there. Oh, that means this time last year we were all together having yep. a marvelous party. Yep. It was a really good time. Me dipping my sleeves in. Thai food and an outfit change. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Good times. Good times. I think that as far as like, thank you for letting me vent about my horoscope, by the way. That was really important for me. No problem. I had one one more thing, unless you had anything else too. Um, have you heard of, have you heard the poem? About like children born on the days of the week. I think so, yeah. It's called Monday's Child, I think, and apparently yeah. it's an old English. So, okay. Do you know what day of the week you were born on? I think it was a Saturday. Um, yeah, Saturday. Okay. So do you know no. what they say? What's a Saturday's child? Tell me. Saturday's child works hard for a living. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> <laughs> questionable. Um. So I initially, when I first heard this poem, I thought I was born on a Wednesday, and I was like, "Fucking Wednesday's child's full of woe. <laughs> Why can't I win? <laughs> no wonder no one wants to be my friend. I am basically human Eeyore. <laughs> no, but then I was corrected. I was born on a Thursday, but then I read that, and I was like, Thursday's child has far to go. Like, oh." You got a long way, kid. Like, fuck off. But actually what that means is I, I, I was like, what does that mean? Apparently, like, you have a long life ahead of you, which I also hate. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Monday's child's fair of face. So Monday's child gets to be cute. Tuesday's child's full of grace. And then the rest are kind of just like full Wednesday's of woe. Far to go. Full of woe. Hard to go. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> That's actually how the poem goes. I know, <laughs> I know it very well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the child born on the Sabbath day is Bonnie, Blythe, good and gay. Oh, so it was obviously this is big religion, religion. writing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. That made me laugh. Oh, fun facts. Fun facts and tidbits about birthdays. I've got a fun fact for you. Well, not yes, a fact. Tell me. 
I mean, I want to know if you knew this was a thing because this blew okay. my mind. Okay. Saw an article. It's named, if you need to splint when you poop, it may be a sign something is wrong. Had you ever heard splint before? Well, I was just going to say, could you use splint in a different sentence so that maybe I can well, interpret the meaning? <laughs> I mean, normally a splint is like yeah. a bit of wood when you like break your arm or mm-hmm. you, you get you know shin splints. So I was like, what, what does this mean? So I read on, curiously, you know. <laughs> So apparently this has been going around on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, so I haven't seen it. But maybe you've seen this craze. I doubt it because my TikTok is literally cats, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says user Ambria Alice Walterfield first posted a video giving the reason why she was happy to have a vagina. I was like, what? Where's this going? Even more yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. You know when you're sitting on the toilet and you're struggling to go for a poo, she told the world. But you can just like... And at this point, she makes an ambiguous waggling motion with her thumb. Which many people thought needed an explanation. I thought, yes, I agree. (laughs) Explain more. Tell me. (laughs) So apparently people were then like, what the fuck? Some people were like, that's called an Adele. (laughs) It's saying hello from the other side. So in a follow-up video, she explained what the hell she was talking about. And basically, she said that when you're constipated (laughs) and the poo is there but you can't quite push it out, what you can do is hook your thumb into your vagina (laughs) push it out. No. No, you can't. (laughs) And you don't. (laughs) So, yeah, apparently this is called an Adele, and it's also known as splinting. Uh, And the method is performed by some people who have difficulty emptying their rectum, whether due to constipation or other medical conditions. And all these people have apparently come out and said they do it. And I was like, what the actual fuck? Okay, so you and I are in the same camp of... Never heard of this. This is not anything that anybody ever told us about (laughs) or taught us or was recommended by our physicians. (laughs) No, exactly. Apparently, so it says the method is effective for people and can help relieve constipation following childbirth. So maybe it's something that women (laughs) get told. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've also learned that also if you have a child you get severe constipation clearly if you're having to insert something into your vagina to push your poo out <laughs> what you basically are? are like manually expressing your bowels yeah is what's happened and i just uh, are doctors saying like yeah but like you know be careful or is there like any yeah i just so want they're... someone to be like don't do this <laughs> They said it's not something you should do regularly. And if you feel the need to do so, it may be because something is wrong. I would tend to. So go to your doctor, pretty much. (laughs) Something you've been relying on. Can you believe people are doing that? I. What the hell? Well, I am. 
Today I learned. Mm. <laughs> about Today I learned something I didn't need slash want to know. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's accurate, and I can understand you needed to share that with me just to like yeah spread spread the discomfort, and I get that. So yeah, thank you for letting me. <laughs> Sharing's caring, and it really I is. need you to be traumatized as well. <laughs> Even though it's my birthday. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I give you the gift of splinting. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Wonderful. I'm going to die. You know what? If I died now, I think I died complete. (laughs) Knowledge fulfilled. It's power for you. Oh, my God. Well, for those listening, if this is not news to you, then please forgive our reaction, I guess, is going to be the word I'm going to use. Even though I could also say horror, um, dismay. Discomfort because I, it does sound like probably there is a time and a place that that might be something you have to do, and I'm sorry to hear that. Take and some laxatives. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yes. I definitely I seek medical help. I think, but I guess it is more of a natural solution. You know, yeah, if you're caught out in the wild or at a festival, say. So what about men? Men can't do this. Oh, I guess not. No, they don't have a vagina that they can <laughs> stick their thumb up. <laughs> So men out there, tell us how you... No, please don't. I don't want to know this. Tell us how you splint. <laughs> yeah. How does splinting work for you? Mm. Um, and if you could email um, your thoughts, um, feelings, whether you've ever splinted before to talk shit to us at gmail.com, that would be marvelous. And we'll share your stories far and wide with... Um, I was going to say the whole internet, but, you know, probably about 30 people. I mean, maybe 40 at this point. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm, we do have quite a few downloads now. Yeah, we do. We are quite famous. I feel like our uh, talk shit to us kind of just took on a dual meaning. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Send us all your poo talk. <laughs> you want to wrap up with an Am I the Asshole? Yeah. Am I the Asshole? You know you are, baby. Yeah. Birthday edition. <laughs> okay, so it is my turn again for the reading, and I picked a birthday-themed one because I am nothing but not predictable. <laughs> nothing if not predictable. Yes. Okay. okay. So, are you ready? Yes. Am I the asshole for eating my husband's entire birthday cake by myself? I'll preface this by saying that my husband's family and I don't get along, like, at all. We're rarely ever on good terms, and for my mental health, I decided to put distance between us. Boundaries are important. Especially after, excuse me, especially after I was blamed for my most recent miscarriage that happened three months ago. What? Wow. My husband can still see and visit them whenever he wants. For me, I don't attend any of their events, not even Thanksgiving nor Christmas. Mm. My husband's 30th... Oh, well, yeah, me too. (laughs) My husband's 30th birthday was two days ago. I planned to celebrate with him. I bought a cake and a gift, but he said that his family invited him to celebrate his birthday. And he really, really, really wanted to go because the birthday parties his family throw are like no others. We had an argument over this, but he told me to wait for him till he finished celebrating there with his family and then we could celebrate together at home and eat cake. After he left, I felt so terrible. I called him, but he turned his phone off. I was so mad. I took the cake 
and brought it into the living room and started eating from it. I ate the whole thing, not saving him a single piece. <laughs> Guess I was so angry and it made me hungry. <laughs> he came home and saw what I did and blew up saying I did this spite, too spiteful. I think it just said to be spiteful. And, not, and to punish him for not ditching his family on his birthday like I wanted him to. I reminded him I paid for the cake, but he called me petty and nuts. He ranted and ranted and then said he didn't, want, didn't get to eat cake as parents because lots of kids were there and he didn't get enough cake. And what I did was 10 times worse. He's been upset ever since. Am I the asshole? <laughs> He's 30, by the way. Okay. It's a reminder. I mean... I feel like she might be the asshole in this situation. <laughs> uh, you've eaten the whole cake, love. Like that's his birthday cake, and I don't didn't like it when she said he celebrated his birthday with family instead of me. <laughs> Wah! Like grow up, come on. <laughs> you ate his so, whole birthday cake. There, that is. It is petty. That is petty and kind of childish, right? And it is kind of spiteful. Like those things he said are accurate. And I, I, it does, I kind of am inclined to also say that she might be the asshole too. But then I'm reminded that his family apparently blamed her for yes. their miscarriage. <laughs> I'm not saying his family are not also assholes. <laughs> They're assholes too. <laughs> so maybe everyone's an asshole in this situation, but. He is entitled to go and see his family on his birthday. And it was her choice not to go there. Yep. And then to get all petty and spiteful about it and eat his whole cake. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, if it were her birthday and he did that. Exactly. The tables were turned. Be- yeah. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, the consensus is she's not the asshole. What? Husband still wants to reap the benefits of his family's adoration of him while still having the love and respect of his wife, who they treat horribly. OP, tell your husband he can't have his cake and eat it too. Well, he definitely can't, can he? <laughs> he literally can't. She ate it. <laughs> um, I think a lot of the the people are like, you know, his family treats her really horribly. He probably should have, you know, be, be be kinder to his wife, maybe. Someone else yeah. was like, anybody curious why he turned his phone off? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think I get... Yeah, I get what they're saying. Her reaction. Mm. Maybe everyone's the asshole, really, is the answer here. He's kind of a childish dick, you know? She's yeah. also a childish dick. His family sucks, too, right? I'm going to say <laughs> you should all go to therapy. Not together, I, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read you this one comment because I think it's a pretty popular one. And then okay. you can give me your kind of concluding thoughts. Um, okay. Not the asshole. The second they blamed you for having a miscarriage, your husband should have very firmly put the distance between him and his toxic family and stood behind you. Yeah, that he'd choose them over you repeatedly shows just how little you matter to him. A good husband would never allow anyone to blame his wife for a miscarriage, much less his own family. And if he wanted to eat birthday cake with you, he shouldn't have chosen them over you again. Men need to understand the second they get married, their wife becomes their nuclear family and always comes first. Yeah, some fair points. It's now making me wonder if I'm the arsehole. Oh, you are. And I'm also an asshole. But we don't know these people. It's not about us. (laughs) I guess I... It's hard with families because her feelings about them and her setting up boundaries, and she even said, like, 
I've not been like, you need to cut out your family because that is kind of a toxic trait too. Now, yeah. you would hope that maybe he'd be like, yo, you guys, that's <clears throat> fucked what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't change your tune, then, you know, you'll probably be seeing less of me. But I also, you know, family is sometimes it's hard to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I, I'm struggling with this one because I, I think there's good points to be made like that mm-hmm. one. But I'm also just like, you know, he wanted to go celebrate with his family, as he probably has done in the past. I know you were frustrated that he didn't pick you. Maybe that was kind of something you were hoping he would do, and that piled upon other things, led you to be like, fuck him, I'm just going to eat this cake. But it's, it's still kind of assholey behavior. Yeah. <laughs> she could have at least replaced it yeah. afterwards, you know? Or just saved him the tiniest little bit of... Yeah. Tiniest how big little was bit. this cake? Do you know how big it was? Maybe like so. I mean, birthday cakes can go from very small, but yeah. to very large. So yeah, I envisioned it being like probably. A, in reality, it was probably like served two to four, maybe a small yeah. cake because it was just going to be the two of them. But you know, she ate a whole cake. <laughs> I'd struggle to eat a whole cake. To be fair, I would too. Mm, yeah, it's very sweet. I would too. Mm-hmm. Well, <sighs> well, good one. Yeah, that was good. Thank you for joining me on my birthday. Thank you doing this on your birthday <laughs> no problem i have no other plans because i'm a home buddy <laughs> clearly <laughs> the stars have spoken so yep. i'm not even going to say goodbye because i'm aloof and... <laughs> do you know how badly that will like stress me out and think like does gentleman not like me anymore what did i, I just do something off? wrong <laughs> Oh, it will send me into a spiral. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> You're just too fucking emotional. <laughs> yep. I I will go to therapy to try to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you. And you. This was fun. Same time next week. Same time next week. Alrighty. Alrighty. You know where to find us. Talk shit. What is our email? <laughs> Talk shit to us at gmail.com. There we go. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, one, one day YouTube, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. One day there will be YouTube. Yeah, one day. Like when one does it. Yep. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll see you next week then, I guess. Yeah. And we'll just talk some more shit about shit. Sounds and good. Stuff and things. Stuff and things and shit on shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Bye, Tilu. Bye. Bye.